<laughs> hello, hello. How is everybody? Can you hear me okay? Everybody here can hear me. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> can you guys hear? I'm going to turn so that I don't have this like weird light. There we go. <laughs> All right, there we go. How you guys doing? So good to see each and every one of you. Thank you, Pastor Ben. Um, today is going to be an awesome day. I believe it. I believe God's presence is here in this house. Um, like Pastor Ben said, Pastor Zerl and Onika are flying uh, currently. They're about to be here. We're about to leave for the airport to go pick them up, and we could not be more excited. We have the absolute best pastors in the whole wide world. It is such an honor to know them, to be led by them. I can't tell you the impact they have had on Whitney and I's life. Um, God is moving within Shoreline City, and it's such an honor uh, to get to be a part. So today, um, I wanted to share with you, as you guys know, tomorrow is Cultivate Guatemala, and it is crazy around here. Life is, is so much fun, so much excitement. I believe God is moving and doing something so special, um, but today I felt it on my heart to share something um, that, that in reality is fairly simple, um, but something that I feel like if we don't make sure that it stays as a common thread within our life, as a common thread within every, every aspect of what we do, every aspect of our hearts, um, that we'll be getting off base and we won't be doing it for the right reason. And, and, that, and we talk a lot about the concept of remembering the one, um, but I, I, I never want remember the one to become lingo. I want remember the one to become a heart posture. And so I feel like God wants to lay this on our hearts today. I believe that he has something so special. I was sharing a story um, of, of Cultivate, really, and to Pastor Earl, and Pastor Earl said, hey, that's the one you got to share uh, this Wednesday. So I'm going to be sharing that with you in just a second, but um, just to, to remind us of why we do what we do. So if you know who you're fighting for, then you know some parameters to put in place in life, right? You know what, what distractions to say no to. If you know who you're fighting for, you know who to say yes to. You know what dreams and visions to welcome in. You know the, the direction that you're headed. If you know the direction you're headed, then you're going to end at the goal, right, that you're headed towards. So if you know the one, if you can see the one, if you can envision that person, um, that's in front of you that you're fighting for, then you keep going when energy is running out, that you, you keep going when you're feeling exhausted, when you're feeling beaten down, when you're bloody and on the ground, uh, when you're feeling like life maybe has nothing left for you, you continue on uh, when you can picture the one. And so if you need a little title today, uh, it's picture your purpose, picture the purpose, picture the purpose, because I believe God has something for every single one of us. Um, if you're feeling like your leadership or your influence has been stripped away, continue on when you can remember the one, when you can see the one in front of you. I was thinking about a boxer in a ring. If the boxer's been going for 12 rounds and, and he's bloody and on the ground and can't get up again, um, if he knows that breakthrough is coming in round 13, he's going to get right back up and he's going to continue the fight. I, I remember running a marathon and on mile 20, I had six miles left. And I was like, never again will I ever do this in my whole life. What was I thinking? My knees and every inch of me hurts, um, and, and I won't do it again, I promise you. Um, but I could picture the finish line was six miles away, and that's the only thing that, that continues to keep you going. It's that purpose in mind. So if we don't know the purpose, then we won't keep going because I promise you it will get tough. And I promise you there will be moments that are tough and that are difficult and you can't see the end. I thought about Abraham. Abraham pictured the future generations. 
as many suns and daughters as there are sands on the seashore, as many suns and daughters as there are skies, stars in the sky. This is the purpose he pictured to keep him going in the moments that were difficult when he had to sacrifice his son Isaac. He said yes because of this. Esther, Esther pictured the redemption of her people in the midst of a Persian empire she married into. Moses pictured the freedom of God's chosen people from the dictatorship of, of Egypt. Paul, Paul. Paul imagined a life where not just Jews could accept Jesus, but where Gentiles could know Jesus, where every tribe, tongue, and nation could know the name of Christ. Paul pictured a generation that would shift all generations to come. He pictured a, a situation where the marginalized could come to Jesus, where, where no matter your skin color, no matter what language you speak, no matter your, your, your financial status, you could come to know Christ Jesus, your Lord and Savior. This is Paul's purpose that kept him going through prison, that kept him going through shipwreck, that kept him going in the midst of everything that he was failing at or that he was succeeding at, but it didn't matter because it had his purpose in mind. So as many of you know, Cultivate is tomorrow, and, and there it has been so much fun, so much excitement, so much buzz. Um, so in the perspiration, in the details, in the little moments of setting the table, I'm just going to be vulnerable with you and let you know there's been some fear. There's been some doubt on Whitney and I's heart of fear of God. This is new here. This is something that, that, that there's not another women's conference like this in the entire country. Nothing has been, red carpet has not been rolled out for the women before this country. Will they come? Will they get it? Will they understand? Will they be able to, to say yes to something new? How do we portray it to the people that, that, that maybe have never heard it before? God, what are the details that we need to walk through? Um, maybe they don't get the vision yet, but I promise you God is going to reveal it to them. And I believe God's doing something. So how many of you know there is fear in the unknown? Yeah. There is fear in the unknown, but how many of you also know that unless we face the unknown, we will never know the power of our God. Yeah. We will never know the fullness of his capabilities, the fullness of his grace. And so I believe that as we step into this unknown, God is going to do the miraculous, and he's going to put a stake in the ground in Guatemala City and in Antigua uh, for moving forward. So in the details and in the midst of the fear, there's been a few stories that have kept us going. And I want to share those stories with you, a couple of stories. One is an 18-year-old woman, young lady, who um, is coming to Cultivate tomorrow night. And the story of, of this young lady, I'm not going to mention her name, but the story of this young lady is miraculous. On New Year's Eve, just a few months ago, she was kidnapped. She was kidnapped and held at ransom for three days, and she was beaten, she was abused, she was uh, abused sexually, physically, emotionally, and verbally, all of the different kinds, um, until three days later, her family finally drew in, and, and the police found her. She came home to be with her family, and every day since then, for months now, she has been receiving death threats from the gang that, 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 uh, that kidnapped her to begin with, and her, her family's been receiving death threats for bringing her home through the police, and, and the reality is she's coming tomorrow night. Wow. And this woman, I believe, has an opportunity to understand that the favor of the Father is still upon her, that the grace of Jesus is still upon the daughter that she is, and I want to make sure that we keep that at the forefront of our minds because it's the purpose behind everything that we're doing. Another story, there's a woman that's coming. She has a ticket to come tomorrow night. She lives in Zone 1, which is the zone that the, the event is taking place. She lives on the streets as a drug dealer. And she said, yes. She said, I want to be a part. I want to come because I don't want my life to look like this next year. I want my life to look different. I want to experience something new. I want to experience something fresh. So I want us to understand this is the purpose behind our calling. This is what God is asking us to keep in the forefronts of our mind as we're thinking through. And so as I prayed this morning, I wrote this down. I prayed to the Father about these two ladies specifically, but about every woman that's coming. And I wrote down this because... 
uh, this is what I felt like God wanted to say back to me as I was writing this prayer. And I wrote it in my journal. I'm just going to share it with you if that's all right. We're being real this morning. Um, I feel like he said this, there is more. If there is one more, if there is one more that needs to be a part, don't stop short. Don't stop before it's finished on the cross. If I would have stopped short of when, uh, before the sun went dark and the father turned his back and the curtain was torn, it all would have been for nothing. Son, don't stop short. Don't let any detail become unimportant because every one of my daughters are important. Every one of my daughters deserves to feel my grace, deserves to feel, to experience my love, deserves to experience some for the first time what it's like to have a daddy, what it's like to have a savior who would give it all for them. Some of these women, no one has ever given anything for them. Others have actually had a value amount, a dollar amount placed on their lives. What, am I, what I am going to do is pave the way so that they can hear the truth, that they are worth far more than precious rubies. Yeah. They are worth more than gold. They are worth it all. They are worth every dollar spent and every smile given and every detail put in place. Yeah. They are worth it because they are mine. Yeah. They are mine, and I made each one of them. I created each one in my image. I want to walk with confidence as they leave that place that they were made to glorify the name of the Father. That nothing, nothing that this world has not been fair to them, that their spouse has not been faithful to them, that, that their friends have abandoned them, that their accusers have left them to die. Nothing can keep them from my love and nothing can separate them. Nothing can divide them. They are mine. And this night they will know this. February 20th will be a stake in the ground. This night they will experience this. So don't stop. Don't stop short. Don't stop in fear. Don't stop in doubt. Don't be faithful until the end. So what I, the reason I share this with you is I want us to understand there is a purpose. And if we can picture it, I believe God will give us the power to move through it. I believe he will give us the power to continue on. So when you're, you're on the parking team and you arrive really early when it's still dark in the morning outside, it's for this 18-year-old girl because there's a lot more just like her. When the band spends all night practicing and memorizing lyrics in Spanish, thank you, Rachel, and, and uh, man, you guys are amazing, in Spanish, to, to, to fight for the one, it's for this drug dealer that lives on zone, in zone one. When you're working in littles and the littles have lost their cuteness, right, and they've be, just become little terrors in your life, it's for their future that you are fighting. You need to understand it's for their purpose because the reality is in a couple years, they're going to have to make some decisions that are, that are going to turn their life to the right or to the left. And that you never know the sacrifice you're putting in today and the words you're speaking in today, whether that will come back in that moment in time in high school when they need to make a choice, when they need to make a choice against some of the things that are happening. I want us to understand when we wake up fearful but yet expectant, there is something on the inside of us speaking, saying, keep fighting, keep going. Jesus was the perfect example in Matthew 26, 39. It says, he went on a little further and bowed with his face to the ground, praying, my father, if it's possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine not mine. And the reason he was able to say this is because he pictured you yeah. and he pictured me and he put us in his mind and he said, no, the will of the father in his heart was to glorify the name of the father. And for me, our purpose is to glorify his name. Yeah. Our purpose is to glorify his name. And there is no other better way to glorify the name of the father than to pour it all out for his sons and daughters, the lost, the broken, the hurting. If we pour it all out for him, we will glorify him. Let's make it all about him. Let's fight for the one. Let's remember the one and never forget it. Love you so, so much. Thank you.